0: Welcome to Liberty Station, I'm Bryce Eddy, and the show is brought to you today by my good friends at Devoted Capital, where they believe how you profit matters. They're dedicated to helping you align your investments with your values, empowering you to a life well-lived. On today's show, um, we're gonna get into some fun stuff, and I've been looking forward to this episode because I have my friends from Turn the Tide, and that is uh, Carissa Joy (laughs) Proctor and Todd Proctor. And um, I, I love saying your middle name because, uh, as, as you know, and I think I've told you this, Todd, yeah. my sister is Carissa Joy. Amazing. So, you know, it is pretty amazing. The only so, other
1: one I've ever heard of. Yeah. So, <laughs> so,
0: so well, you're my sister in the Lord. There so, we go. you know, it <laughs> We're works. We're all family. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I'm excited about this, but I'm going to do a little disclaimer first. And that disclaimer is... Identifying conspiracy does not mean you're a conspiracy theorist. And the CIA loved to, uh, you know, invent, and they're not the first to invent that term. And, you know, we've talked about this with Bill Federer on here. But that idea that if you peek behind the curtain or you become savvy to some of the ways that you're being manipulated or some of the things that are going on sort of behind the scenes to fleece us of our freedom, of our liberties, the, the, uh, the idea of them being able to dismiss us really quick by saying, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. Oh, yeah, those guys, what a bunch of nonsense. Um, Today we're going to get into, I think, peeling back the curtain because a lot of what we're going to talk about on the show is all connected. I had uh, Douglas Wilson, and we talked about this a little bit, uh, Pastor Douglas Wilson on the show on August 4th, And one of the things that he said, and I I think he said it uh, it beautifully, I said, why are so many of these sort of things, you know, uh, uh, all coming together? Why are so many of these people that seem to be from disparate, different ideologies all seeming to row in the same direction? And he's like, well, it's all manifestations of the same evil. And because we are not battling against flesh and blood, we have an enemy that is orchestrating all this stuff, you start to see how these things are connected and how the enemy uses the elites and people who think that they are above God. Or as Noah Yuval Harari said, we are moving beyond the God of the Bible. Mm
2: -hmm. Right, right.
0: And so anyway, uh, that was a super long intro, guys, and I apologize, but I'm just happy you're here. Thank you. We're happy to to be here. here. Yeah, so first, um, talk a little bit about kind of what you've both done over the, you know, pandemic, and I know we all got connected during this time, because all of us came together in community Mm. when, you know, the the government became tyrannical, what seemed (laughs) like overnight. Yes. Um, It wasn't overnight, (laughs) Uh, but (laughs) when all that came together, um, you know, we all met, and we all kind of got into this fight together. So talk about, you know, the work that you guys have both been doing, who you are, um, real quick, and then let's, you know, get into the real topic. Sure,
2: you want to go? Yeah, well, we live in Oxnard, and we have a business, manufacturing business. We make surfboards. We've been doing that for 22 years. Together as husband and wife, one and of
0: my one of my buddies said, "You are a legend in shaping." Oh, I he said, is. "Hey, do you know this guy? Because I'm not a, I'm not a surfer, you know, and I feel bad That's because okay. you know I'd like to be a surfer just because you're so cool."
2: <laughs> uh, uh, thanks, bro. Yeah. Well, we'll get you out there. It's not as hard as it <laughs> That'll you be show be me. How a follow up episode, right Yeah, I there think. you go. Yeah, there you go. But um, so we've been building surfboards for years and working hard. It's uh, it's a manufacturing job in California, so it's not the type of thing where. You know, most people think, oh, so you just go surf all the time and hang out. And no, it's actually a craft that takes a lot of skill and, and detail. And we're running a crew. and um, But you know what? We love to bless people's lives and give them something that um, enriches their their existence. And, and surfing, I, I think, is about the best thing there is. And so um, so it's a passion of mine. I've loved it. Grew up surfing. And, uh, and when COVID hit... It's interesting because the surf community, they were some of the first people to see right through it very quickly. Yeah. And, um, and I think in part, which, which I think could, is a cool lesson even for the church, as, as funny as it sounds, for the church to take a lesson from the worldwide surf community <laughs> that you could love something so much that you wouldn't be afraid of a virus that could kill you because you still that was your very like existence so you had to go and do it but the second thing too was that um surfers as a whole are are pretty health conscious and aware of things aware of the environment you have to watch the swell you have to watch the tides you have to watch the wind all all these different factors and you have to be fit and ready to go because it's not it's not just a it's a it's a high energy type of thing to paddle out into the ocean navigate everything get catch waves and um and so when Gavin Newsom started saying, hey, you can't go to the beach, this virus, the aerosolized particles, they're going to blow in the, in the, you know, the mist of the backs of the waves and it's going to infect everybody. That was the first tip off where we're going, saltwater kills bacteria and viruses. And then don't go and be in the sunlight. Sunlight's bad for you, too. We've heard that for ages, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it'll give you skin cancer, all these things. And... That's a whole separate thing. Our, our, from our research, we think skin cancers actually come from what you're putting in your body. That's things that your body isn't yeah, meant to metabolize. Get off
0: seed oils. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs>
2: and so uh, vitamin D is hugely health-giving and great for, you, for your immune system. So we're going, Salt water kills vac- bacteria. It kills viruses. Sunlight, UV rays, they do the same thing in a matter of minutes, a matter of seconds a lot of times and salt water that's that kills stuff too so it's about the healthiest thing we can be doing and they're telling us we can't do that for reasons that make no sense so that was kind of our first intro into okay wait there's something off here yeah and then you show up at the beach you know and find a place that wasn't coned off and you run out there and okay i'm surfing (laughs) and then next thing you know you see your buddy Hey, you don't believe it either, huh? No way! Even viruses can't survive in this, right? And um, and you're still and alive. That's amazing. Yeah, amazing. Well, How, did How did you <laughs> survive? How did you yeah. survive?
1: <laughs> you're really lucky, is what people would say. You're really lucky. Uh, uh, don't isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh wow, you guys. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I can't well, we're believe all it. really lucky. Yeah. Amazing. But
2: mm-hmm. but the but the, uh, the other part of it for us for for me as a kid, I come from a law enforcement family. So you were like a preacher's kid. I was a cop's kid. So kind of some similarities Oh yeah, there. We're, we're the worst yeah. of both worlds. That's yeah. Crazy. I mean, my dad, he, when I got into surfing at 12 years old, he was always behind everything I did stoked on it. And then when I got into that, he goes, okay, these are the guys that I used to bust that would put Coke in their surfboards and then take them to Bali and, you know, had a full drug ring going. I don't want my kid getting involved in this. It was a hard thing for him at first. And, but I, I, I loved it. And, uh, but my dad, when, when I, being in law enforcement, he worked all different divisions, LA, LA cop for 40 years, LAPD, mm-hmm. and, um, right on. and he was a detective for many years. And early on in his career, I remember him telling me as a young boy, hey, these intelligence agency guys, they think I'm a good prospect for going FBI, and then if FBI, then CIA, And this is like we're talking double agent stuff. We're talking, you know, it could go anywhere. And so he had some interfaces back east, and um, you know, uh, kind of like a grooming program. Like, okay, are we gonna? We will. We really want this guy to know what we know. And so growing up, as from the time I was a little kid, my dad would tell me, "Hey, you know, I'm not supposed to talk to this, talk about this to, to anybody." but I got to talk to somebody. And we were best friends from the time I was a little guy. Amen. And so, and for some reason I could understand concepts and things as a young kid that I think most young kids couldn't, they would want normal stories being told them at bedtime, but I didn't get those. And, um, and so we, we had a connection where he would talk to me about these really deep concepts and deep things. And even his experiences that he had with the intelligence agencies and, and a uh, member um he would say to me you know these guys they think wars are actually a good thing and they think plagues are a good thing and they think that viruses and outbreaks are good things because the world's population is going to get so it's going to bulge and get so big that we got to keep it down somehow and so You know, known as Malthusianism, Mm -hmm. Thomas Malthus in the 1800s. He thought the world was going to get overpopulated when there was so much room it was a joke. Yeah, and distinctly
0: not was... a biblical worldview. Okay, you know, exactly. I mean, and all of that stems from the idea that that whole thought process is okay. Wait, we're the ones that are in charge of this, not God, right? Mm-hmm. So we better exactly. do something mm-hmm. to make sure that this doesn't get out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the reality is, is we are told to be fruitful and multiply Amen. the earth. Mm-hmm. And you can, you know, put everybody in Texas. The entire world's (laughs) population can fit inside Texas. Now, not Mm -hmm. with a lot of room. Yeah. mm -hmm. But there's a lot more room on this earth than than people believe. And God will, through his means, make sure that we don't get out of control. And our responsibility Mm -hmm. is to be good
2: stewards. That is Mm -hmm. exactly right. Exacto. And so these ideas and these worldviews that are deceptions from what some people call a non-human entity because we're seeing things that are so evil being perpetrated by mankind upon mankind that the only thing they can correlate it to is, okay, there's got to be a non-human entity behind this. So we we know what that non-human entity is. That's Satan himself. And Satan goes about to lie and deceive, cheat, and to murder and to steal. So a lot of these things we're seeing happen around us come straight from the evil one and people that are deceived. And um, I believe... You know, the elites are a deceived lot of people that are highly insecure and fearful, so they're resorting to man's ways to try to manage something that they're afraid to die.
0: If you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids, just look at the reaction to the work Patriot Mobile did in multiple school districts in Texas. The left is losing their minds. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider and a force for conservative values. This is because they take a portion of your bill and fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and their winning. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. Go to patriotmobile.com forward slash liberty or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code LIBERTY. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today and a difference tomorrow. patriotmobile.com forward slash liberty. patriotmobile.com forward slash liberty or call 972-PATRIOT. If you're a billionaire, so I know a couple of billionaires, mm-hmm. okay, and, and I know a couple of Christian billionaires, right? So I know, I know the good kind of billionaires, Sweet. but even they think so differently than we think mm-hmm. because their resources are virtually unlimited. Mm-hmm. And when you have virtually unlimited resources, you can think at levels of, I can turn the earth myself. Mm-hmm. You kind of do, and so that's how you get the Bill Gates of the world. Mm-hmm. That is like, hey, I, you know, I'm just a software, you know, engineer nerd, and oh, now I'm going to, you know, create vaccines, and I'm going to, you know, solve the world's health issues, and I'm mm-hmm. going to buy up all the farmland, and I'm going to feed people bugs. You know, I mean, all of that stuff. You you can think in those terms, and then you get to that next level of it, where then what they're saying is, oh, I'm going to figure out how to live forever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, science tells us we should be able to do this. So I'm going to figure out how to put my money in that. And you have a whole bunch of the billionaire and elite class right now that is thinking along the lines. We have unlimited resources. Let's put our resources into living forever. Mm-hmm. Be moving past the God of the Bible, mm-hmm.
2: right? Yeah, transhumanism, and that has two parts to it as well. They want to engineer themselves to live forever. You know, Elon Musk. Um, Gates, Klaus Schwab, Yuval Harari, the, the list goes on amongst them. And, uh, but the thing is, in that, they have to find out how to gene edit. They have to find out how to carry that mRNA, synthetic material, synthetic genetic material in the human body. It's my contention that what we're seeing with COVID is the very introduction, base level to the transhuman experiment. And they're using humanity as a whole as guinea pigs. Mm -hmm. And so the no-swab tasks that gather DNA, which all go to one central DNA gathering center in CCP China, I believe it's all tied together. So I think it's important to see the different fronts that are coming at us that are not coming from a God-centered worldview, but from a man-centered, selfish worldview, self-preservation, making themselves to be like God, which is, you know, Satan's original fall, Mm -hmm. why he got cast out. Mm -hmm. These are the, these are the similar patterns we're seeing, but I think it's really important for the church to start at the church that we see these things and not get frightened away because this is the era we're living in and it's the end of the age. And so these transhumanist, um, Agendas that are being pushed, uh, what they need is they need to figure out how to get synthetic genetic material into the human body so that you can have biology merge with technology and that's what they want to achieve. That's where they think they will get their eternal life from. And the sad thing is these fearful people that are highly insecure, that have billions of dollars, God's already paved the way for eternal life. And they're missing the point and trying to do it in their own strength. And it's going to turn on them. So they're to be, these people are to be the most pitied, yet at the same time, you know, it's like the, those old movies with the murderer that you, you kind of pity them when they're laying on the ground and it looks like they're defeated, but they still got a knife and they're going to come up yeah. and try to That's kill sad. you. But these people are going to try to kill us and our Which kids. Which is why
0: I tell my daughters, okay, if they're down... Make sure they're down for good. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. In the movies, don't make You're those like, don't foolish mistakes. Right mm-hmm. <laughs> don't make those foolish mistakes. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> you hit the guy with the brick, and he's laying on the ground. Hit him again. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> bad Good guys bad. put them down put them down <laughs> um, right. all right so uh, we're, we're starting getting in the meat of this yeah. but I don't want to miss you because you know behind a, a legendary surfboard shaper there's a legendary She's there's a legend. oh. there's, a, there's a legendary woman that is a firecracker and a half <laughs> like making things happen um, and so talk a little bit about because you are really and an, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're kind of the driving force be- behind what you did with Turn the Tide and a lot of that stuff. I mean, you, you've been amazing with getting information out there and just the passion that you have for the truth and all that stuff. I mean, it's, it's been awesome and impressive.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Bryce. I, um, I think what I recall is that when Todd and I saw the first mask mandate hit, my brain went this makes no sense and my initial reaction was get online look up all the randomized controlled trials. Instantly what I saw is that masks don't work and they've known this for years and years and years and then I noticed that before my very eyes I'd go back to a study and it would be redacted or retracted or there would be a huge red stamp at the top that would say follow CDC guidelines but if you went below to read the actual study, it would say this doesn't work.
0: Yeah, I, I, I've, I've said that a bunch of times. And people people get so easily manipulated. I'm sorry mm-hmm. to interrupt. No. Um, but, but I want to make this point because I think I'm the only one that looked at one of the studies. Now, the headline was CDC or study says masks are, are, are work. Masks are effective or something like that, right? Nobody reads beyond the headline. Right. But if you read underneath that and you actually went through the study, it basically said, well... At marginal, maybe it does, but it has to be the,
1: insignificant. It has
0: to be the right mask. You right. can't touch it. You have to, and I, you know it lists all uh, of these things that nobody was doing as they're wearing their dumb tank tops over their noses. Exactly. You know, um, and so it was foolish from the very beginning. And I, and you, you had to be a moron to not um, question that a little bit. Um, and then, of course, people were being fed the line. Well, surgeons wear them. Well, if they don't work, well, why are surgeons? Surgeons are doing surgeries on your open body. Right. And, you know, it's Fluid. best if they don't drool right. in your mm-hmm. open carcass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you dummies. Or
2: have an M&M fall out of their mouth. <laughs> <into> the... <laughs>
0: the guy's chewing his gum. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> every... Pick that up. Do you know whom you're voting for? With every product you buy and every dollar you spend, you are casting your vote. Devoted Capital offers values-based investing portfolios that are designed to help you reach your financial goals, all the while making a positive impact on your life and the world around you. They are dedicated to educating, engaging, and empowering you to be wise with your investments and to equip you to be knowledgeable with your vote. Visit their website at devotedcapital.com to learn more about values-based investing or dial 805-372-0821 to speak to your values investor advocate today. Investment advisory services offered through Alliance Advisory and Securities, LLC, registered investment advisor.
1: Every doctor or nurse that I encountered during that time who would try to say, well, you know, you should wear a mask. And I would say, well, is it true that in a surgery theater, the instructions for wearing a mask in a sterile way Is that you wash your hands, you put it on with gloves, and if you ever touch it, you have to take it off, Mm -hmm. wash your hands, put on a fresh one. Do you see anyone in the public doing that, period? That's layered upon the fact that they don't work to stop viral transmission anyway. But when I saw that, instantly in my heart I said something sinister is going on, and especially when it went to children. Because I don't know how anyone cannot see that masking a child would be so dehumanizing and destructive attacking their health their well-being it I couldn't take it so what I started doing is I started searching for the best data the best information and I felt like what I noticed is everyone we would talk to because we do custom surfboards worldwide direct so we encounter people all over the world in every context you can imagine and they all shared a similar feeling of we know something's wrong here but we don't know what to do yeah and so I felt And we don't compelled. know exactly what it is. Yeah, we, don't, we, we can't quite define it. And so I felt compelled to start compiling what we considered the best of the research that we found, vet it carefully, and then put it in a streamlined, actionable um, fashion that people could access easily in one place, on one website, because I think even the people that did feel like they wanted to take action, they didn't even know where to begin, And when you're a parent or you're working or you're trying to buy groceries and do homework, no one has time to stop and go, wait, which signal feed or which email list or or where did I hear that on the radio? So what we wanted to do was equip people with action steps that they could quickly and easily take if they had 30 seconds in a day or if they had hours that week and try to compile the, the best of the medical information, how to actually do things that were good for your immunity. Um, freedom loving businesses take action steps the legislation and through that process of doing that um, we were also able to continue working um, the health inspector came by and we just said look we have questions for you we think you guys are grossly overstepping our constitutional rights we would like you to present evidence to us for what you're doing and then we just put the Constitution on our front door. We put the California Constitution out there. We took full color pictures of Gavin Newsom dining out with the head of the California Medical Association, shoulder to shoulder, no masks, even as he's demanding that everyone else wear them. And we put notices that said no public health officers allowed on premise without a warrant. Nice. And what we continued to do <laughs> is we felt we were contributing um, to just the overall well being. And if you want to say raising the frequency of the world because people were coming to us literally saying this is the one thing keeping me going is being able to converse with you guys to get the board that is exactly right for me. So those few precious hours when I can get to the beach in the middle of all this chaos or and my even depression people
2: in like New York locked down in their apartment. Yeah. I haven't left my apartment in weeks. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to hopefully. Maybe next year or in six months, I can go on a surf trip again. So I'm going to order some books for my trip. Like therapy. It and was it's giving yeah. me hope. hope. It's, it's giving me hope to continue
1: hope. fighting. And yeah. in those conversations, when they would bring up to us, "But we're wondering about this," or "Or maybe considering vaccinating our child," I would say, "Well, as a parent, can I just present you with some information?" And we were able to have so many conversations to share this information with people, and they've been so grateful. And we actually have had. Surprisingly, we're on our final warning with Instagram because Todd posts real science. Um, but they, that violates, you How know, the dare community you. guidelines. <laughs> but mm. we have people write in all the time that say, I literally wait to see what Todd's going to post because it is what's giving me the courage to keep standing strong, living free, being brave, speaking out for yeah. others. And Praise so, God. That's, amen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, no, you, you, you've you guys have been um, wonderful. you've been you know personally a great inspiration and, and friend uh, to me and I know to you know people here in our, in our ministry, the church and um, you know it's just been fun to, to um, come together. Mm-hmm. And one of the, uh, the the two bright spots I think about all of this is number one, it's been strength of, um, faith affirming for me to see how all of these things have become connected so quickly Absolutely. because then it's like, oh, well, okay, there has to be this, you know, um, you know, master enemy, um, you know, that is behind this thing. And as you start to peel back those layers and start to look at all this and this whole dynamic, it, it becomes so quickly clear. And mm-hmm. then that's like, all right, well, if there is this dude, then there has to be a God. Amen. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not that I lacked that faith before, but I was bored. Right, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and and I, um, I joke that you know, if, if Armageddon comes, you know, it's going to be entirely my fault because my mom will test. Well, she's dead now, but my mom would have attested to when I was a kid. I would pray that I could be in the last battles. <laughs> well, here you yeah. go. So here we are, you know. Uh, And, you know, however that manifests itself, and I, you know, I'm very careful on this show uh, to admonish people um, to, you know, although we may be in end times, and Mm -hmm. is that a possibility? Yeah. Yeah. Don't be like those idiots uh, that, you know, decide that they're just going to pack things up and um, no. not fight. And, exactly. you know, uh, we need to be contending mm-hmm. until the Absolutely. absolute very end. And uh, I will um, be fighting until you can stick a fork in me and I'm done. Amen. Good, We're good. right there yeah. with you. Amen. Yeah. Yep. The other thing that has been most awesome about this is this has really clarified our community. Yes. And by that, we need to have unity in Christ, not unity with the world. Okay, right. and I think so many Christians tried to have unity with the world, right? right? And uh, now we see that oh no, the battle lines have been drawn. There, mm-hmm. there really are. There's there's believers, and then there's the you know people that are you know walking around with their masks and are still wearing their masks yep. and are kind of the sheep and going on with this. There's this concept that it's it's funny. I didn't invent it, but um, uh, it, it, is ta- it has taken, you know, there's a lot of internet memes and things about the idea of an NPC, okay? And maybe you've seen it. So NPC is a non-player character. And there's people around that are like, oh, these people are NPCs. Meaning that there's, that, that they're like if we were in a video game or a simulation, you have a lot of non-player characters mm-hmm. that you interact with. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing real behind them. And mm-hmm. they aren't real human beings. And I feel like that's what we're seeing is, there are a lot of people that are just NPCs. Mm-hmm. They're just the sheep. They're just following along. They're just doing whatever they're told. And they're going to walk right into the metaverse. And they're going to mm-hmm. you know, eat the crickets when they're told to eat the crickets and all those sort of things. And then there's us... That you can usually identify in the middle of the mask mandates and things like that, because the masks are hanging down past our chin. Every time somebody comes up, we roll them back up our nose and then put them back down again. You know, I would play that game with the um, uh, stewardesses on the planes. You know, I'd, oh, I'm sir, still drinking. Needs, mm-hmm. oh, sir, it needs to be up. Oh, oh, yes, 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 right away. I put it up, and this as, as she walks by, boop, down below. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it was just constant. And I talk a lot about, um, and then I'll shut up, being a rebel in the good sense Mm -hmm. and being someone who is willing to
2: resist what we're seeing happening to us right Mm -hmm. well the heartbreaking thing is those what are they NPCs yeah I used to get so annoyed by them like wake up this that and kind of like if I yell at them loud enough and throw you know some kernels of truth at them they're gonna snap out of it snap out of it you know and then I started realizing like the Lord really put it on my heart of hey look You were once deceived and you were once walking in darkness, stumbling around on stumbling stones. You were once figuratively with a mask on being dehumanized by Satan himself. Yeah. You were once ingesting things into your system that were sorceries. And I woke you up out of that. Yeah. But that was my work and I used people to do it. And so when I look around, like now even I'll see people and I just go, wow, the deception is so deep. Mm -hmm. This is the end of the age and the sorceries are real and it's industrialized. It's government run. Mm -hmm. We're experiencing democides. We're experiencing delusions. We're experiencing rulers that do not care for people yet say we're doing this for your welfare. But it's really to bring about their own demise, death, and in the meantime, make money off them being sick. Mm -hmm. And the real realities of the time we're living in, I think, for believers is to really look through, you know, like you said earlier, the the spiritual warfare. It's not flesh and blood, but it's really against deceptions. And so that's what's really been on Carissa and I's heart with, you know, these physical fronts of a spiritual battle. We have two major
0: tragedies in this country that I take personally, and it's poor health and veganism. Battle both by ordering from my friends at Good Ranchers. 85% of all grass-fed beef is imported from other countries, but because they process it here, they can slap the product of USA label on it. Because of this, over 100,000 independent American farms and ranches have closed. Good Ranchers sells 100% American meat. A Good Rancher subscription locks in your price to protect you against inflation. Enter code Liberty at checkout for $30 off plus free shipping or go to GoodRanchers.com Liberty. Every item is steakhouse quality, and you can order the finest steaks, seafood, and chicken at half the price of those other online meat guys. And I'll tell you, in direct head-to-head competition in my discriminating household, Good Ranchers just tastes much better. Enter code LIBERTY at checkout for $30 off plus free shipping or go to goodranchers.com liberty. Good Ranchers, American Meat Delivered. Yeah, and let's, go, let's, put, let's put that up on the, on the screen and, and start to identify some of these things that are connected, because they are
2: connected. And, you know, what we're seeing, we're hearing like the globalists, globalism, they have their plan, the Great Reset. I see that no different than that's the Antichrist system. Yeah. We're witnessing in our time the blueprint being laid out before us of what that Antichrist system will look like. And I remember when I came to know the Lord and, um, at 28 years of age, um, that he put on my heart, um, you know, you got to read the word, you got to pray for people that you've like really hated their guts. You pray for those people and, you know, I'm going, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, uh, and I get to revelation and be like too weird. Mm -hmm. doesn't make sense. Can't make heads or tails of it. And now, the last two and a half years, now I'm looking at it going, okay, okay. And it's yeah. another one of those things, like you're saying, it's a faith strengthener of instead of like, that's so weird, I don't see how that's going to roll out. And now I'm saying, oh, wow, yeah, so it- this is how it rolls out. So how do you have us, your children, to live in this time to set captives free, mm-hmm. to help shine a light into darkness where people are being deceived and not only deceived into what really the globalist plan is, is slavery, ultimate slavery. Not only be um, deceived into slavery and help set people free from that, but in a greater sense to set their soul free, because that's really what all of this is about. The Antichrist system that's being erected before us, and then we also have God's kingdom that's his children and the the souls being harvested in that, and at the end of it all, it's two great soul harvests. And it's either that's one right. for what's the false Christ, you know, that's going to end you up in a place not even meant for you, that's meant for Satan and the fallen angels, or perfect relationship and perfect harmony with your Creator and others of like mind that is really the intended order of how the world was meant to be um, prior to sin entering into it. Everything our hearts long for. Yes. and uh you know just a a kingdom of like mind it's so interesting how all the different fronts it's well, let's
0: yeah let's get in
2: let, um, let's
0: get into those fronts and yeah. into those different pieces because i see many much of it the same way you do um and they all are connected so mm-hmm, why don't yeah. why don't you hit hit a couple of these and let's discuss um and for those of you that aren't Seeing our visual. If you're just listening to this on audio, you can go on to turn the tide. Turn
1: the tide. Dot buzz. B u z z. Yeah. Turn
0: the tide. Uh, turn the tide. Dot buzz, and and you can uh, go and actually grab this graphic, um, and and we'll post the link in uh, the show notes for you. But um, what Todd and Chris have done is really lay out the physical fronts of a spiritual battle and and kind of the uh, the inversion of God's design. And, and you've hit all of these things that are connected, digital passports, eugenics, the metaverse, loss of private property, into the Constitution, the smart grid, you know, all those things. And I'm not going to read all that, but let's hit a couple of those things because in some respects, they feel like they're all disconnected yes. if you're not paying attention, but then they're all connected and they're all coming from the same spirit of s- enslaving us, taking away god-given rights, the things that we have have preserved in our constitution, um you know from our founding fathers here, but what god has given us, you know worldwide, mm-hmm. you don't have to just live in America. It's just America was the one that recognized that those rights came from god.
1: Right. And I think what's really helpful um for me by putting it all together, I think a lot of people have felt very fragmented understandably Because every morning they wake up and it's like, now it's gas prices. Now it's a job mandate. Now it's a mask. Now it's closures of businesses. And it feels almost like this is an overwhelming battle. I can never fight because there's too many things. But once you take two steps back and say, this is a spiritual battle. It's God's kingdom and it's Satan's kingdom or the Antichrist kingdom. God's kingdom is life and thriving. His kingdom is death and slavery and evil. And then from that place, you see that there's many fronts to that battle, but God doesn't call you to have to take that whole battle on your own shoulders. He made us a body of Christ, Mm -hmm. and we each have our place in this battle. So once we come together, identify the nature of the battle, we have some strategists that help us get divine strategy for how we push back collectively. And together, we can come together, and we can accomplish a lot, and it's also very um, I think healthy and life-giving to the mind instead of being fragmented to feel, um, wow, I'm overcoming. I'm being victorious today. In my little way, it matters. Every single place I push back matters. Mm-hmm. It all contributes to the whole. Yep. Because sometimes people feel like, oh, we, we ran for that election and we lost. I'm just going to give up. It's too hard, but once you realize no this is this covers a wide spectrum, and we each have our place, and we're all locking arms and standing together. I think it's very empowering.
0: Commu- community is everything, and community is what will save us, and by that I mean, you know, the, the community that we have in our church, right, Our tr- the church body, um, our friends, our family, those are the things, and I know you've got another slide that we'll hit in a yes. second, which is kind of, okay, what's the antidote to this stuff, yeah. and and this reminds me, because you do have water engineered shortages on there, mm-hmm. you want to know who's going to help you in time of crisis in your neighborhood, go see who other, uh, who whose grass is green in your neighborhood and you'll and you'll identify quickly (laughs) that okay these are people that are getting the letters that are standing up Uh, in my neighborhood we've got like two green lawns yes and it's me and my business partner who (laughs) lives
2: eight doors up
1: (laughs) we (laughs) and our neighbors (laughs) it's just
2: so fascinating to the lies that are so far over the top that people accept and and what was it Goebbels uh, Mm -hmm. in the third reich said you know the the bigger the lie the more people will believe it yes. because people go oh yeah i know they're lying about that other oh, politicians they that. but they would never lie about that right? it's big. like you know right. you got to recognize that that yes there are people that are highly evil that would lie about that mm-hmm. and you know just water alone to take one you know water shortages like what exactly does that mean does water Somehow, And this is when you, you can think like a child with a lot of this stuff. Jesus yeah. advises it. But, okay, so where does it go? It evaporates into space and then is va- vaporized and no longer? No, that's not happening. It's right. the same amount of water since time began. And so, yeah, we may have some dry years um, The sun burns hot on a cycle. It's called the heartbeat of the sun. It'll burn hot for seven years. More solar flares. That's actually good for farming. That's when they produce a harvest. Then you have seven years where it runs a little cooler. In the 70s, it was running a little cooler, and the climate change people that wanted to manipulate people with fear, it was global cooling. There was Mm -hmm. books about it. That was the rage. Acid rain. The end was near. the, The next ice age is coming and all this stuff. And then... We went into the seven years of okay. Now it's it's and the sun's burning a little hotter. We better change this up. For,
0: yeah, and for our audience that because we are a national show, we talk a lot about local stuff because you know so goes California, so goes the world um, or the the U.S. But you know here in our county right now, we are under water restrictions. To where we are not allowed to water our lawns, okay? But one day a week, which means everybody's lawns look terrible and they're all dying, and they they put us under this forced restriction. They send letters to your home if they they say we have observed, we believe that you are not in non-compliance <laughs> is what they is how they word it. Um, Yeah, because I don't want my lawn to die. And by the way, you guys got us into this problem. You guys made the the bad deals or you guys are manipulating us uh, purposefully because, you know, for ornamental lawns are a fraction of the water that actually gets uh, gets out. And and we know what that is. And so, what are they doing? They're diminishing our quality of life. Right. Mm-hmm. They're getting us all to comply with another thing. And so, um, again, you know, we must not comply with these things. Now, it's interesting, and this is illegal. But they say, okay, first fine is uh, you know hundred bucks uh, on your bill. Second, fines two hundred and fifty. Third is five hundred. After that, they're going to shut your water off, and you will have no water for watering mm-hmm. your lawn. With the consumer price index increasing yet again, the stock market has been in absolute turmoil. What's our illustrious leader doing to quell the surge of inflation? Oh yeah, spending more money and adding to the burden. Don't bury your head in the sand while your savings get decimated. Do something about it. Diversify into gold with Birch Gold. Text Liberty to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. These are great people with almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals IRAs. Don't allow the left to devalue your savings. Text LIBERTY to 989898 and claim your free info kit from Birch Gold. Again, you can own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, and Birch Gold will help you to do it. Join their thousands of satisfied customers and secure peace of mind for the upcoming storm. Text LIBERTY to 989898 and secure your future with
2: gold. Do it today. Yeah, they're just flexing and they're pushing, pushing, pushing. One of these here is trauma-based mind control. And, you know, engineered shortages of water, engineered shortages of energy, engineered shortages of food. Farming, climate crisis—those are all similar things tied in with COVID and the mask. Mm-hmm. Which you know, you look at that at first and go, "Those, those are all separate things." They're all very similar because by creating trauma, the CIA actually learned this in a in a program called MK Ultra. Yeah, where they would actually take individuals—not a conspiracy, would, folks. Would, no. This is documented. They would documented. mask them to dehumanize yeah. them. That was part of the process, and then they would take freedoms away from them, they'd put them in solitary confinement, very similar to, you know, lockdown, COVID, and then they'd say, uh, make the, they would make these ridiculous um, restrictions, and then they would throw them a bone, here, here, you can have a little bit of food after starving you for two weeks, and little by little, and then that's where that saying Stockholm Syndrome comes from is you actually began to create a relationship with your oppressor that goes, hey, any little bone you throw me, you're the best. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's how people fall in love with their captors. Yeah. Um, And so now they've they've perfected that to a science over the last, actually, and it's interesting if you study it out, the Nazis first began with this. And they actually used it uh, as part of their experimentation in the concentration camps. They learned it through um, occult type of pagan things that were passed down from what they say was Canaanite practices of controlling controlling people. And so it's fascinating how you have these things that go all the way back to Old Testament stuff where God told the Israelites, hey, when you go into that land, slaughter everything because they're so evil that and, and that's why you hear those things and you go, that's not a capricious God. That's a God that actually recognizes this is evil in its full form that is willing to oppress people to a level that's completely given over and satanic. And that makes it through the years, through the Nazis. That's an easy one to look at and go, yeah, Nazis, bad. They do horrible things. But it's all connected. And then it comes to the, through to the present day, passed on to our CIA. They experiment on individuals you know, get it down to a science. And now you're seeing globalists use that and go, okay, we got this figured out. We can do this on a global scale. And then whatever bone we throw them, we'll get them to the place where they, they acquiesce to anything and thank us for it. Yeah. uh,
0: Go back to that uh, other slide, would you? Eric, the engineer on the ball (laughs) in there, I love it. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's interesting because a couple of these things that they're doing here to us, um, they're doing already uh, around the world. Um, and there's examples of, you know, like they're, they're putting smart technology into everything and you, you have the smart grid there. Um, and just recently, and I, I'm forgetting where it is, and so maybe it'll come to me, maybe you guys remember, but they uh, turned off everybody's AC and air mm-hmm. conditioning who were all on this one system that mm-hmm. they all signed on to. And, and they claimed it was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. You know, mm-hmm. we apologize. Right. Um, but they but they turned everybody off. And what it was is they signed up for a program that could, you know, um, alter it and peak demand times and, and you got a right. discount. Yeah, if you did that, cool. But they completely turned everybody off. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, again, claimed it was a mistake. I believe it was one of those little experiments. Totally, it's an
2: experiment because what they want to do is get people conditioned to the fact, not the fact, conditioned to the lie of thinking, hey, there's too many people on the world. Look, our systems are crashing because there's too many of you people and make people feel like they are the virus to Mm -hmm. the planet. And then in doing that, have people go oh yeah well i guess i deserve it i'm another like useless, useless eater, eater <laughs> and now i've overrun the power grid but it's manufactured yeah. and it's and it's psychological and it's really it's satanic and it's sad and it's gross and it's deceptive and you know we need to expose it like the bible says you know make no agreement with lies or the deeds of darkness instead expose it yes yeah. you know that's part of our job
0: yeah. Well, and, and and look, the elites and their minions who are the politicians and the bureaucrats and all that stuff, because the, those aren't the elites. I mean, yes, you do have elite politicians, but by and large, you have the elites, the oligarchs that are you know using the politicians who they own and the bureaucratic administrative state and all of these people that mm-hmm. are pulling all the levers on yeah. us. You know, they all think that we're beneath them. Right. The World Economic Forum. Yeah, and they've gotten into these exalted positions of power. And so, you know, um, yeah, it's their responsibility to make sure that they control the Earth's population. And, uh, you know, they manipulate us into, um, like right now, this trans thing, sterilizing our kids. Mm -hmm. Um, They're manipulating young people right now into, um, you know, having their pets as their children instead of actually going out and making children. Um, You know, they're pushing all of these ideologies that diminish the family, that, you know, cause us to make you know, counter to God's commandments Mm -hmm. decisions, you know, and, and, you know, here we have, and so all of this stuff, they're piling it all on everybody. Mm -hmm. It's a, yeah, it's a unique time we're in.
1: It is. And I love how Todd has continued to bring up throughout this process. Everything they do is just an inversion. They have no creativity. So all they do is take everything God created in beauty and splendor from the family unit, to the integrity of the human body, fearfully and wonderfully made, to the beauty of gender, mm-hmm. to um, the glory of calling with a meaning and purpose to not think about, what well, can I work the less, make the most money? But what unique gifts has God given me that I can bless the world around me with, which in in doing brings me great joy and satisfaction in yeah. my labors, which God designed? What they do is they just invert everything. So instead of two genders that God made, they're saying, quote, transgender, but really what they're going for is no gender, because they want to destroy the procreation model that God created, and then they want to replace family with state, so state controls everything about your life. You don't have the family union. You don't have that special relationship God designed where the parent cares about the child and them thriving, but you have a state in which they actually look at the children as part of their natural resources, so they can do with them as they will and and that's when you get into you know the horror of the true pandemic through all of covid was child trafficking and it shocked me that so many of my friends i went to high school with that were thinking people could talk about a quote pandemic of covid when nobody is dying and meanwhile i would be saying do you guys understand that hundreds of thousands of children are being trafficked right now at this moment And now they're adding masks so you can't identify them. And now they're creating, not having to show your ID when you're going across national lines so you can't see perpetrators. And you're isolating them and tearing them away from any kind of protective structure. And that didn't seem to cause people to even raise an eyelash. And I thought, this kind of, um, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. and Todd and I realized, we don't want to spend our time talking about these things. But if we yeah, don't stand up things. and we don't take a stand and live the light and become warriors to stand in the gap for children, we're passing this on to yep. the next generation, leaving them innocent and unprotected.
0: So... um so we're going to go long on this show because we're going to keep going if you guys can. And for sure. um, and for those of you that are listening to us on radio, I encourage you to head over to our podcast app and, you know, make mm-hmm. sure you get the, um, the second part of this because we and I'm going to I'm going to tease this. Subscribe to Liberty Station. <laughs> hmm. um, I'm, I'm going to tease this because we're going to get into like, what is the antidote? You know right. what? What should we be doing? Right. Um, because I mean, this list is overwhelming, and in fact, m- almost all of these things I've had guests on that are talking about exactly. these individual components, and and that's been fun because you know we've we've identified as you have the problem. You guys have kind of given us this master map here, but now let's let's start to move to the solutions yes. and what what should we be doing as believers and how should we be responding
2: in our families, in our community? Well, I think the first thing is believers, we need to recognize that it's been real easy in this country uh, to look at it as America, the American dream, you know, get the nice job, go on the nice vacations, have the family, have, have the things, and, and we've been sold something that are good things, but not necessarily God's best plan for us. And in large part, a lot of these things have left us empty, too. Mm -hmm. So we've we've gotten ripped off. Or enslaved like that. Yeah, and deceived yet again. And not everyone, but in large part, the church has fallen asleep and fallen into this slumber of comfort that looks at life and goes, hey, I'm successful in the American sense of the American culture because... I've got more money than you and I've got a nicer car and I go on more vacations and I've got more timeshares. and I've got this, that, and you know, and my kid is going to Harvard and all these things. And what has really happened, I think is what we really need to guard against moving into the future is this kind of falling into a slumber of comfort. Uh, and instead engaging with, you know, what is our calling? Not just a job. Um, for one thing and how do I really love my family and what does success actually look like in God's view like Carissa said you know success is finding a calling that what are you gifted at what's your what's your place in the body what's what's your place in all these different things where you can push back but it's not a pushback of like okay I gotta do this and it's miserable you're actually finding your fulfillment in your calling that is what God created at creation, not as a result of the fall. He gave us cool jobs to do uh, before the fall ever happened as something that will fulfill us. And I think that, and to pass that on to kids too, um, what is true success? Finding my calling in the body of Christ that blesses my fellow man, that isn't selfish and takes, but is selfless and gives and looks and goes, I want to consider my neighbor as important as myself. And then Jesus goes even one step further a few times in the New Testament. He goes, hey, esteem them higher than yourself. A world that had that point of view of selfless love would be a world where you wouldn't have people getting slaughtered in hospitals because they're afraid of population explosions. You wouldn't have, you know, Viruses being engineered so that people can get sick, so you can have a healthcare system that makes money off of them. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have a lot of these things. You'd have God's kingdom the way He designed it to be. So, and so
0: yeah. So, so let's hit that pursue your calling thing for mm. for a moment, if you don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Uh, one of the things that that the in the spirit of the age right now, we're letting kids, um, you know, go down these paths. You know, the transgender thing, which boy, I, I hit that a lot on this show because I think that is one of the greatest manifestations of evil of all Absolutely. time. I mean, Can putting I kids on puffer buckets. Yeah, that yeah let's that I think do it. might
2: be something that very few people have heard, and it may be controversial. But I'm a surfboard shaper, and people already think I'm an artist, and so they're not going to hammer yeah. me too hard for it. So I'm going to go with f- it. Um, There's been conversations before where you have friends of people of like the Rockefeller heirs and different people where they're talking about transgender and different things and and where they'll say, yeah, you know, I got really close to um, this particular Rockefeller. And what they're saying is their long-term plan is there's no longer going to be boys and girls. It's going to be a no-gender synthetic human. And that can sound really outlandish, but when you think about a demonic structure that is self-centered and corporate, like a corporate type of structure. What does corporate things always do? They always wanna be growing. The, the graph always has to be more and more mm-hmm. income you mm-hmm. know, when they hit their marks every month. And in order to do that, you can take something like a mom and pop company say, mm-hmm. they're producing a rad product that people want and then corporate entities come in, they go, hey, we're gonna infuse you, but we're gonna crunch this down into three different units. And now we're going to crunch it down into just one unit because we can control that. We can make profit off that. And we can, you know, we can have ultimate control. Well, that, I believe, is the corporate mindset of the human being in the eyes of the globalists. Mm -hmm. And they're deceiving people that have gender dysphoria and different different. You know, issues that we all struggle with different things. Attacking the human being's vulnerabilities is one of the cruelest, most satanic things that I can think of. And that's exactly what they're doing. But their agenda in attacking those vulnerabilities is not to give those people an identity. It's actually to snatch that identity away for good and move it towards actually one cog in a corporate wheel that is a no gender synthetic human that can be completely controlled well well,
0: you are you are right on that and what do you think the metaverse is all about right on the metaverse Mm -hmm. if you're now in a virtual world right which Mm -hmm. is which is what they're wanting to sell to us as well then you can be kind of whatever you want so Mm -hmm. now all of a sudden 72 genders make sense i'm i'm wolf gender you know or whatever you want because then you become avatars you know they're
2: even doing commercials now in the uk along those lines where it's a uh, mother and father and their girl, their, their young girl comes out and mom, dad, I need to talk to you. Oh, what is it, sweetie? She starts using this language, trans this, trans that. And they go, it's okay. We love you. We understand. And then she looks at them and she goes, no, not transgender. I want to be transhuman. Mm, I don't want to yeah. live in my body at all anymore. <laughs> yeah. They can now take my consciousness and put it in the metaverse and I can be whatever I want. So they're already like promoting that, even though that, that, I don't think they're are there yet. They're not with there the capabilities, yet. Capabilities, but they're already marketing it. That and
0: idea they want to grow mm-hmm. uh, in yeah. our in our uh, spirits. Nurt, they right? want to nurture yeah.
1: it in children.
0: When what my point was going to be is what we need to be doing. You know, it's that that. Uh, um, Bible verse, train your child up in the way that he should go. And when he's old, he will not depart from it. There's two parts to that. And that first part is is that we, it is our responsibility as parents to divine what God has put in our kids. So yeah. that mm-hmm. pursue your calling, things yes. like that, that's to help them with that. Right. And so these parents now that are manipulating their kids down this transgender path, and that's, you know, Munchausen syndrome by proxy with a lot of these folks, mm-hmm. because it makes them as parents popular, like mm-hmm. their kid gets to be an accessory. Oh, look, I've got one. Right. <laughs> I've got a transgender kid. Right. Um, oh, you so know, cool. you morons. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's terrible, terribly destructive on these kids. I mean, uh, the fact that they are sowing the seeds of confusion in their kids when they should be helping them to see through all of the confusion that comes from adolescence right. and taking them down the path to find their calling in life right. and 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 be who God wants them to be in all of its fullness. Right. Mm-hmm. Now. Pursue your calling. I believe that our calling is to work in whatever talents God's given us. And some people um, confuse, like you know, what am I passionate about, and things like that. You may not be passionate about your job, but like Mike Rowe, you know, uh, says, uh, and he's and he's wonderful and I, and one of the best speakers of all time I've ever heard. By the way, not, not a lot of people know how good he is on That's the stage. But Mike Rowe, um, you know, he had that Dirty Jobs uh, show, okay. and and Mike Rowe says, don't don't follow your passion, bring it with
2: you Amen. for whatever God has given I you. I agree. One of my favorite books is a little book by, it's an old book, um, by Brother Lawrence. Do you yes. know that one? Mm-hmm. Practicing of the Presence practicing of God. Practicing the Presence of God. This guy was a monk that he didn't get to write and transcribe the Bible and do the fancy drawings, but he was in there with all those dudes. His job was washing the dishes every day. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's one of those books, you read it and you go, whoa, he found his calling Not necessarily his passion, but he ministered to these other guys there and was known as the guy who had the best attitude and did an excellent job. And 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 And, and we need people to wash dishes. Mm -hmm. And And
0: we need people to, you know, do everything. Mm -hmm.
1: Fundamental things about the way life works and I think back to all the jobs I had starting when I was fourteen. And every single job, even though it wasn't necessarily my passion, I learned intrinsically valuable tools that I brought with me to my next job and my next job. And when Todd and I got married and I came to work with him, I didn't know anything about surfboards, but I was able to bring a lot of skill sets that I had developed. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now in this um, you know, union that God brought us into where it's definitely a calling, it's a Um, it's a way of blessing the world uniquely with a gift he has. And you see people literally come to tears, I think just because they can tell we care about them as an individual. And I think so often we buy a product or we call a company and you're, you know, jockey through a phone tree and no one knows what they're doing or cares. And just the fact that when we converse with people, we take the time to identify what their needs are and then seek to the very best of our ability to meet those needs and our factory motto is: work hard, stay humble, be grateful, bless others. Amen. And so, when people encounter that, we have had guys who are high-level financial, you know, bigwigs who who call us or ex-pro ball players and say, "We can we just come do anything at your factory? We just want to do something meaningful." And because they That's they cool. derive so much joy from surfing and getting the right surfboard can make such a difference. They just find meaning in it. And so I think that for children, it's so important to see that your future is not about what can I make the most money at? It's about work hard, do your best at whatever you're doing, and doors are going to open to you. People are going to see in you the gifts that God's Mm -hmm. put there, and then they're going to offer you opportunities, and you're going to be able to step into that. And as you're seeking to bless others, you're also going to be fulfilled in your heart as you do those things. And that is again God's design. Satan's inversion is: you just stay home. We'll send you a check from the government, and you just yeah. get on your screen UBI. and you know check out. And there's no joy there.
0: No, there's not. And and you guys have, I mean, it's such wonderful things in this. And your sort of your prescribed antidotes here: um, live free and pray, get outdoors and away from tech. <laughs> um, that is so huge right now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we are seeing these. Uh, well, I mean, even adults have become zombies, yes. you know, with our heads stuck in our phones. Now, look, it's an amazing tool. I For mean, I, sure. you know, I run a few businesses uh, between my iPhone and my iPad, right. you know, and and so I've got a lot to keep up with and things like that. But you get so sucked into all kinds of meaninglessness there right. And you are constantly, you know, and I, and I get guilty of it. You know, I'm listening to books, some podcasts, different things like that, instead of just being silent right. and enjoying what's around us, you know, and seeing all of that and yes. enjoying God's creation and beauty and getting that vitamin D, you know, I, mm-hmm. I have a little uh, Rottweiler puppy at home oh. uh, right now. And, and, um, uh, I've been, uh, I, my wife and family was away for about a week and I had, and this was like the second week that we got him. Oh. So it's so high maintenance, right? Yeah. <laughs> But I was going outside and just sitting there with my cup of coffee Mm -hmm. and watching him run around. And, you know, he's waking me up a crack of dawn. And I'm watching the sun come (laughs) up and drinking my cup of coffee and doing my devotions. And I'm like, why why am I not doing this every day anyway?
1: Exactly. We live in
0: Southern California. The weather's mm-hmm. great. You know, and like, take your, your shoes off too. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, ground get yourself. Grounded. Um, yeah, uh, Walk there's around there, barefoot. There is a, a lot to be said for that. And we have mm-hmm. moved so far, you know, from that. No wonder, you know, we're all drugged up by Big Pharma, miserable. Right. You know, no wonder our kids are now getting greater doses of this totally. than than we we at least had times. I mean, I remember when there was, you know, fax machines and answering machines mm-hmm. or no answering machines at all. Like mm-hmm. we're still close to all of that was a
1: very sweet time in many ways i <laughs> long for <laughs> yes. it sometimes
0: and you'd you always
2: do. still find your friends somewhere. yeah sometimes yeah and when, remember away. when you're you here. went on
0: vacation and nobody could get a hold of no, you and you were did. out of the office you're out of the office and there's no work to be done yeah. i'll
1: never forget i was doing a really demanding job um, where i was just constantly on the move all over california and traveling all the time for work and i i actually gave my life to Christ when I was 25 and I quit my job and I went to Labrie in Switzerland. So I was in the Swiss Alps for about four months just studying and like detoxing from everything and and just reevaluating my life purpose. And I'll never forget, I had no cell phone with me and I literally couldn't communicate with anyone. This was 20 years ago. And I remember sitting on a rock like just looking out going, "No one knows where I am. no one can call me, and if I want mm-hmm. to call someone, I have to go down to this little pay phone booth on yeah. the corner of this little like you know dirt road, but there was something really um just I, I don't know rehumanizing instead of dehumanizing yeah. um and I think for for us with the birth of our daughter surprise surprise birth four years ago. Um, All of a sudden, I'm at the park running on the grass with kids and playing and, like, discovering pine cones. Mm. And you're just going, these are, like, the miracles of life that God's put all around us. And the screen can't hold a candle to that. So let's get outside and re Yeah, and and a lot of
0: these things are, you know, kind of, again, this list is on uh, Turn the Tide
2: Yes. Us.
1: And I do want to draw attention to one really important thing to everyone is we we really need to stop supporting the platforms mm-hmm. that are seeking to enslave us. Yes. Amen. So just to the freedom community, even or, or just to everyone, um, get off Gmail, get off Google. There's a bunch of other wonderful options I have on the site under Take Action, under privacy and security. They're they're reading all your emails, everybody. They're watching everything you search. And they're now, I mean, Google's now in the in the market to create vaccines and, and track your heartbeat and how you respond to a particular ad. And Amazon, I mean, I, I made the choice a little over two years ago now to stop shopping Amazon. I had always felt a little bit unsettled about it, but mm-hmm. when COVID hit, I was like, no, this is done. Um, because it became very clear that these transnational corporations that hold all the market share can, literally decide, oh, you're not getting anything anymore. So I went from 95% of my purchases being Amazon to the flip reverse, 95% off. And what I discovered is all kinds of wonderful handcrafted things built in the USA. I'm supporting small businesses. I'm seeking them out. And I also discovered that not having two-day prime shipping is good for your soul. Because <laughs> instead of getting into that voracious cycle of it's coming, it's coming, it's waiting, yeah. it's the joy of anticipation, it's the appreciation we want to teach our daughter. We could,
0: we could start a cardboard factory at our
2: house.
0: <laughs> no, I, you know, it's funny because a lot of these things, man, I, I thought were just such amazing um, ingenuity and creations. Yes. Like, wow, look at what we've been able to do, right? You know, and and... When all of this stuff comes out, you know, like many of these things, you get enticed into it, and like, wow, this is cool, how convenient, all this stuff. You don't realize that the the thought the process behind a lot of these things is, oh yeah, we're going to control everything. Yeah, you know, right. we're going to control everything. We're going to control all of you. We're going to, I mean, Amazon is notorious, uh, notoriously abusive to the people that sell through them. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, there's mm-hmm. all kinds of problems that come with all of that because now ooh they've got the big stick and Mm -hmm. they can tell you what you are going to do.
2: Right. And if you look at the history of these companies, a lot of them are subsidized by CIA money. That's our tax dollars Mm -hmm. yet being set up by CIA for an agenda. Yeah. You know, so FBI CIA, those are not for the people. They're not protecting us. They're about a globalist agenda, for the most part. Yeah, and that, and, that only, in there, but. yeah
0: and that only sounds wild if you don't know um, yeah, the CIA, <laughs> the FBI, if you don't follow mm-hmm. what, you know, throughout time, organizations like them, if you don't understand how they actually get a lot of their money, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, you don't understand the, uh, you know... Uh, the black treasury that's behind mm-hmm. all of that, yeah. the dark um you know money and the amount of of wealth that is in their coffers totally. by manipulating and then you throughout see the, all time.
2: The faces that run these companies as well, if you start studying about them, like for instance, Google, uh Ray Kurzweil, he's a major proponent for transhumanism. He's quoted as saying, oh no, there is no God. Not yet. Mm. Saying hey, we're about to become God, same as Yuval Harari, Schwab, all these people that, you know. So they're pushing a satanic agenda through that, through money that is nefarious money taken from the people to start up something that is meant to enslave the people. And so that reminds me of uh, something where one of those stories my dad would tell me as a kid when he worked in, uh, like, busting these uh, pyramid schemes where he said they all operate the same way. And just as a case in point, Google is one of those. It's a pyramid scheme. So is Amazon. So these things, you you look at them and you go, but it's so convenient and I can get this and it's less. Well, I'm going to spend, spend more money and it's going to take longer and it's inconvenient. And how can I shop around? I don't have time. But the thing is, if we all did that, even if just Christians in the churches across America all of a sudden one week stopped any purchases from Amazon it sounds like a wild thing yeah but imagine what would happen because pyramid schemes how my dad explained it to me is the bottom tier the purchasers the actual people that work that create a tangible actual money that's actual wealth it's not money it's actually wealth Um, those people are holding up the people at the top and so if you don't cooperate and you pull out of that, that thing comes tumbling down. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm.
0: you, you know, that saying, um, if it's free, you're the product. Exactly. And that is kind of what's going on exactly. with the Googles and everything is. It's they, very you seductive know, They're. inconvenient. They're, they're, s- they're selling us. They're selling yes. our behaviors, our data, all yeah. of that. And if you get off of these things mm-hmm. in great numbers, you know, then, yeah.
1: And that's the key is collectively taking action. We just put up on our site under action of the week under the take action tab, there's a new site called globalwalkout.com that we uh, discovered, Mm -hmm. which had the same idea we did. It's actually from the UK, but their their concept is everyone around the world who wants to live in freedom, as Catherine Austin Fitz says, do you wanna have a human civilization or do you wanna let Mr. Global take Mm -hmm. over? So if which, you is, wanna, which is
0: which an, is anti-Bible, by the way, because exactly. we are we are nations, we, exactly, you know? and and uh, and we are not meant to be one global no, concern. That's
1: when the Tower of Babel was like, no, we're not going to do it that yeah. way. But um, they have an action of the week for everyone to take together, and so it's up there. And the power of the people is stronger than the people in power if we take those actions together. So Todd and I kept telling other business owners when they had the mandates. Just stay open and don't require masks. Mm -hmm. Just do it. If we all do it, there's nothing they can do. We have to regain our sense of sovereignty. For too long, people have been like, oh, some politician's handling it. I just do what I'm told. And the time has now come. This is our hour. We need to stand and we need to think and we need to act um, and live free.
0: Yeah, it's the ants versus the grasshopper in the in the movie. I Bud's heard about Life. that one. I gotta watch that. Yeah, I, I talk about it a lot because it is. It's so beautifully illustrated, right? So mm-hmm. the grasshoppers are manipulating the ants and taking all the ants' wealth. And the ants collect all the food for the grasshoppers, and you know they they move on. And you know, of course, there's more to the story. It's cute. You know, my daughters mm-hmm. I have three girls, right? So you know, they were they, growing up. You know, they were watching those, and, and so it's fun. And there is a scene where, you know, he, he throws a little, you know, seed at at uh, one of the grasshoppers. Did that hurt? You know, he's like, no, you know, and then uh, the main grasshopper throws another one. Did that hurt? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and then he opens the whole shoot of all of the um, little cr- uh, seeds and it, you know, rushes over, knocks them all, beats all the grasshoppers up. And he <laughs> says, if we let them know that they've got the power over us, basically, right. you know, then we're done, mm-hmm. um, you know, so keep that in mind. and. If these businesses, just in our county, just all just went, county. yeah, kiss off, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're going to stay open and, you know, I'm not going to require masks, this would have been over. Mm-hmm. If, if just our one county just stood up county. that boldly, the entirety of what California was doing wouldn't have worked. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, everybody, oh, I guess this is what we're doing now. You mm-hmm. know, and just went along with it.
1: The other day, I went to a little Channel Islands um, museum over at the Ventura Channel Islands, and it's a federal building. So they had the mask line, and I walked in, and I was walking around, and someone approached me. Here's your mask. I'm like, no, I don't need that. Well, you have to. I said, no, I don't. And so they bring over the person in the uniform, mm-hmm. and, they, and Try I intimidate just said- you. She said, "Well, this is a federal building," and and I said, "Well, are you aware there's protected statuses under California state law and federal law that you may not violate, and it violates my religious convictions to mask my face? It's also very harmful." And she's like, "Oh, well, I'm not going to force you. I just wanted to let you know." And I said, "Okay, thank you." Yeah. And I just kept shopping, and I noticed another guy walking past me at that moment. had to hear me, and they said, "Oh, sir, here's your mask." He's like, "No, thanks, I'm good." Yes, <laughs> I kept and I thought, and then you have just... a wonderful
0: right. Uh, cur- uh, courage is contagious, and then yes. and then you you see each other later, and you're nodding you're like, at each other, hey. like, "Hey." But
1: <laughs> but the just the power of I actually looked it up. There's a, a political scientist at Harvard. Um, Erica Chenoweth, and she did an extensive review of civil resistance and social movements from 1900 to 2006, and her data concluded that nonviolent protests and social movements engaging a threshold of only 3.5% of the population have never failed to bring about change. And I thought that's encouraging because that comes to about 29,000 people out of the 840,000 approximate residents of our county. Mm -hmm. And when you look at it in that Way, you realize it's not insurmountable. No, it's not. We just need to, hey, share, you share with your friend. I'll share with mine. You share with your client. I'll share yeah. with mine. and you start building these um, you know, just courage networks <laughs>
0: and be willing. <laughs> to have a little confrontation. Totally. That's that's the thing we we've, we've gotten so far out of a society that is comfortable with with like just even mild confrontation. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have to be willing to say, "No, buzz off. Get yeah. out of here. Get out of my face." Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm not doing I uh, it. still one of my favorite things and I, I this is so bad of me uh, in in the lows. I um I ghosted this guy. Um, who was, sir, you need a mask. And this is like like the height of it.
2: Woods ghosted. And uh, I
0: pretended that he did not exist. Oh, like I was yeah. looking through him. Perfect. And mm. I walked and I went about my shopping and the dude chased me around the store. Sir, mm. sir, you need to be wearing a mask, sir. And I would look over his head because he was shorter than me. I'd look at the aisles. I'd contemplate what I need. I'd go grab it. And then I knew uh, that I needed to go and... Um, Hit the like automatic kiosk line because right. he'd probably tell somebody, "Don't don't right. check it out." <laughs> you know, and I just went out the store. And but the the hardest part of that was just keeping a straight face as I was pretending that he right. didn't exist. Um, but yeah, but, <laughs> but you do, we, we we have to get it. out of your comfort we, zone. We we, we need to we, see what they're we trying need to do. resist,
2: and every little bit you gotta. Keep hammering against that and I, and I wrote
0: an article about it, you know, but, um, and I kind of said that in whatever way you have, we need right. to resist the tyranny,
1: you know, you make can. it
0: uncomfortable for them wherever to enforce are. these things on us, especially these things. Remember that most of these things are not real law. Most no. of them are mandates exactly. by the administrative state, by bureaucrats who are getting in our business. And we need to tell these people to buzz off a Absolutely. little bit more. Absolutely. Mm-hmm
1: absolutely because a lot of the quote mandates were overturned by the courts and those poor people that were the collateral damage who got the injection which can be deadly um when they actually then reversed it and said oh no you don't really have to but they acquiesced Mm -hmm. before it came to that and so the more we we remember wait a minute this is my body i was given and it's my responsibility to take ownership like you said earlier you're the steward of your body yeah. and your children. Yeah. So make decisions that are healthy and wise.
0: And no grandmas died under my watch. Nope. No grandmas near me died. So, you know, it, it nope. must not have been a thing. We we That would was tell one people. of the things we
2: did early on as well. Um, when we started getting on to, okay, wait, we're being lied to. And one of the other things we did was, let's see what the numbers are in the hospital. Let's compare the flu numbers from the previous year at the same time let's see how many kids that they're saying, you know, we got to protect the kids, how many kids are not, and we started looking at these numbers and just confirmed it, because real-time hospital numbers don't lie, and when you're looking at 2019 more deaths from the flu than 2020 with a pandemic, a global pandemic, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, yeah, match.
0: but Todd, if you throw everybody who ever died of anything this entire time, and, and you just column. called it COVID in one column, <laughs> yeah. then you know you're wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the other funny thing that I want to advise people to do, and uh, as an act of civil disobedience, is every time I see a taped like mask, wear your mask, you know, entering a business, <laughs> I rip them off. Amen. Because a lot of people like they're just there, and I think a lot of people are like, "Well, it's probably going to come yeah. back or something Brilliant. like that." Mm-hmm. Just rip it off on elevators, you know, like you know, there's little signs, yep. things like that. Don't we cause vandalism. Neon, we had neon, you know, stickers. but rip them off. They're taped we, to these we things. We, we made the park. neon
2: stickers that said "No," uh-huh. and we slapped and them on all the signs. So <laughs> we found it was even quicker than like pulling the sign down. Like right. if there's a line of people as you're walking through, you just, just slap. Them.
0: Yeah, no. see, or a would, sign. <laughs> that so, surfer skateboard level uh, right. radicalism we, there I love it we
1: yeah. trained our daughter from the time she was two we'd go to a park if they had it taped off we're like the parks are open we pulled it all down yeah. and we would just deploy and pull all this when they down. closed the
0: trails by my house I would <laughs> I would front kick they'd have the, the yeah. those little like par- you know parking uh, little things that the, this trail is closed right. and every time I go by I'd throw it in the bushes yeah or I'd mm-hmm. kick like, it over no, this is... and, and and literally okay all right give me a ticket whatever yeah, it's you know unlawful um, what they're doing the I'm and law enforcement isn't going to mess with you for those sort of things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the risk that you run of upsetting somebody because you st- to- tore down their printed sign, um, you know, again, it's paper sign, things like that. You know, be wise. Um, of
1: course. Be
0: dangerous and wise, as Rob McCoy likes yeah. to say. Um, but, but don't let these fools continue to have this thing. Because the more we see it as reminders of what they did to us, you know, and, and, and all that stuff, that fiction continues to kind of roll on. Mm-hmm. You know, they were wrong. And we were right.
1: Absolutely. And, and the whole beauty of our form of government is, is we the people were entrusted with a very high calling to actually self-govern. Yeah. We elect people to actually uphold the law. So when they violate the law and they walk over the line into tyranny, it's actually our responsibility to stand up and say, no, we're not going to comply with unlawful things that violate human dignity.
0: I could not agree more. Well, this was really fun. Um, we got to a few things on this list. This list is is a big list, um, but uh, you know, a lot of it comes down to also figure out, you know, who we are, right. right? Figure out who you are. Figure out why you believe what you believe. A lot of people are having right now, and I and I would count myself included in this. I had very precise goals. Like with everything that I was doing with business, with this, with, okay, you know, when am I going to get my Ferrari? You know, all of these little things that now it's all been upended. Mm-hmm. Because now we are, we are fighting a much greater battle. Would I mm-hmm. still like to have a Ferrari? Yeah. Um, but none of that stuff is important. And those mm-hmm. pursuits aren't important. But they were like the measure of old. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. They were what we were all like, you know, gathering material things, um, you know, yeah, I'm going to buy a vacation home here, you know, all those little things. And God's blessed me financially and I've you know, had, you know, had wonderful blessings and, and, you know, life is good. But but right now what we need to be doing is be about the father's business Amen. and how good does it feel? Yeah. Amen.
1: It feels wonderful, and I keep thinking about in Hebrews, it's like they were looking for a better city, yeah. right? a city with true foundations. I mean, we'll have foundations made of gold. We're going to have perfect shalom for all eternity, and we get an opportunity right now in this hour to literally take the light and cast the light forward into the darkness and hopefully pull people out of darkness into light so they can experience for all eternity eternity that perfect shalom God created them for. And I mean, what could be more invigorating and and joyful for us to pursue in this time? So I think it's exciting because I feel like we are actually having a reformation of understanding what's truly meaningful, valuable, joyful, and um, like true wealth, like you Mm -hmm. were saying. And like you were saying, people were kind of caught in that delirium of like comfort and what do I want to do next? And now we're being charged with, you have a high and holy calling, step into the battle. And yet in that, you're gonna forge friendships that go so much deeper, so much faster, that are based on real things, not superfluous things. Mm And um, your soul will thrive.
0: Yeah, and and listen, you know, we have to be about community. We have to be about our church body. Um, you know, we are not at unity with the world, right. but we need to be at unity with one another. Um, persecution is coming, I believe, yes. at a level that we've never seen here in the United States. That's what we're cruising for. That's what right. they're after chaos is coming, violence is coming, there's all Mm -hmm. kinds of things that are on the horizon. So what we need to be doing now is getting together and, you know, forming our our communities and buying uh, American-made products and supporting our local businesses and figuring out what we're going to do when the chips are down.
1: That's right. Mm -hmm.
0: And, you know, get off of these crazy systems that the world's got us on and uh, tell them that they can all pound sand and, and, you know, make these... Pyramid schemes fall to pieces. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. I love Amen. It. All right. Love let's do it. it. This was fun. This was really fun. Was cool. We'll, we'll have to for do, it for sure. right. do it again. All right. Well, everybody can follow you guys on TurnTheTide dot Buzz, mm-hmm. and uh, I encourage you to do that. Um, you guys are awesome. I love you both. Um, you know, and let's uh, let's Thank keep this rolling.
1: Us. All right. Let's do it.
0: Thank you for joining us on Liberty Station. I hope you enjoy the show. If you like what we're doing, please subscribe to us on Rumble, Liftable TV, or Spotify, or anywhere that you consume podcasts. Please text these episodes to your friends and support our advertisers.